Welcome back to the Meet Us in Paris podcast, the podcast about all things travel, be it destinations, food, having an amazing time, or what to pack for your next trip. With me today are my co-hosts, Emily and Lee. Hello, hello. Hey there. Hey. So, how's it going? All right? All right. All right as it can be. <laughs> it's 2020. We're just counting down. <laughs> I know. It's like we got one more month. Maybe 2021. I'm excited for 2021. Yeah. So before we begin, I've got a little bit uh, of shopkeeping to do. So first of all, I want to tell you, our audience, thank you for listening in. Um, but I have a little bit of bad news. Um, mm. We are going to be going on a every other week schedule until probably the end of the year. Wah, wah, wah. Wow. Um, and the reason why is we all work for the University of California, Irvine, in different departments. And we've been recently kind of been overwhelmed in supporting our online and our on-ground students. And um, we kind of, this is one of those things that we do extra. So um, this podcast, because we enjoy it and we enjoy you guys. So, um, but don't worry, this is not the beginning of the end. It's more of a, hey, um, 2020, you stink. <laughs> and um, you got one month to redeem yourself. So um, we, I have yet to figure out how we're going to do the rest of the year. It might be that we do a combination of some reruns, you know, the best of. Um, it might be, um, and we will be putting up new content. It won't be just reruns or anything like that. It might be just new content every other week, but uh, we'll find out um, soon. So, but forget about that, the future that is. Um, this week, we're going to do a little thing that Lee came up with, and it's called Woodsha. <laughs> So, <laughs> woodcha. It sounds like um, if you a uh, woodcha could chat wood, would a woodcha would. Anyways, um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so exactly I didn't like where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> For once, I've had enough coffee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to let Lee explain the premise of our podcast, but right after our brief sponsor message. The events of this year have shaken the world and impacted our lives. At UC Irvine, Division of Continuing Education, our mission of empowering lives through education has never been more important than now. Change your career, prepare for a promotion, start a business with our fully online certificate programs. Ready to start? You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Once again, ce.uci.edu. With adversity comes great strength. Find yours with us. Okay, so would you or would you is where I ask a question. So would you do this or would you do that? I'll give you two options. You must choose one. This is a forced choice. It's a little like truth or dare, but with a little less dare. With me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm, af yeah. I'm afraid. We, we did discuss this before, but we have no idea what you're... It's completely like we're going to be surprised. We have no idea. Absolutely. I, and that's me flying without a net. So we'll start off gentle and say, would you rather miss your flight or lose your luggage? Ooh. 
can we ask questions about the questions? You've got to no. You've got, and I, I would, you know, I'm. You can't make it contingent. It's like, regardless of the destination, you <laughs> might be able to ask. speak the language. You may not have the currency. Okay, so what are our options again? Miss your flight or lose your luggage. Must choose now. Dang. Uh, lose my luggage. You're going to lose your luggage? Okay. Uh, I'll go with lose my luggage. Yeah, because the thinking is, and, and I'm the same way, and I've had my luggage lost before. So mm-hmm. I can, chances are I can either buy or borrow something to get by, but missing my flight, I put a lot of thought in my flights. Right. So, all right. Here we go. Well, I, I would say the same thing is just because you don't know when the next flight's going to come in. Mm-hmm. And luggage, more than 75% of the time, show, it shows up, I think. So, mm-hmm. okay, I'm that you. was a bad one. So, let's start with something oh. good. Would you rather take free flights for the rest of your life or eat for free in restaurants for the rest of your life? Now, this is assuming COVID, like post COVID. Right. But I can't guarantee you're going to be in first class. And I can't, you know, you might be eating at a, you know, Chipotle, but free restaurants or free flights. Free, free flights. flights, free flights. Flights for sure. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta like fly to like Chicago just for pizza, right? And you don't even have to like think about the timing or anything. Like you could just go whenever you want to because it doesn't matter. You, it's free. <laughs> Did you hear about the free flights guy? No. Used to be you could uh, like so, something like twenty to thirty years ago. If you had something like a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand dollars, you could get a bus. I mean, like a plane flight for free for the rest of your life. Yeah, well, and th- there was actually a couple of airlines that have offered that as like up for auction. Yeah, yeah, and, and so that's exactly what the guy did. And if you look it up, he actually ended up losing it because he started giving away flights to his friends, which was forbidden. <laughs> oh. But essentially, the guy would like he'd be like in. I don't know, like he was a Clevelander and he would just like, you know, let's go eat lunch. Let's go fly to LA. Why not? Exactly. Now, see, so. I know that would be much more attractive pre, you know, 9-11. Right. You know, post 9-11, it's still like, okay, wait, do, do I have to take my shoes off? But still, I'll take it. Okay, yep. next question. All right. Would you rather sit next to a chatterbox on a plane or the crying baby? And crying baby. you don't have noise canceling headphones. Crying baby. Crying baby. Really? Yeah. I'd take the chatterbox because I would totally manipulate things with them. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm a mortician. And you look <laughs> like you take about a gallon of, yeah. I would totally mess with it. But a crying baby, it just gets under my, yeah. But bless your hearts. You know what? I'm the chatterbox. <laughs> 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 I'm not even going to dispute you on that. That's too funny. <laughs> I, I can hold the crying baby. That'd be kind of nice. I like babies. <laughs> even crying ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. For me, the energy of either talking, like, there's there's energy in both sides. Energy to talk, keep up with the chatterbox, or the energy to just, like, get through the crying baby. I feel like the crying baby requires less energy on my end. Because you zone out. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I have, compa- like, I will say I have compassion for the parent 
right because you know that they are just screaming themselves inside because everybody is just frustrated with them and that if they could solve the problem they would so i do have compassion for the parent of the crying baby and i mean in the crying baby because you know they're clearly not upset (laughs) right (laughs) okay would you rather travel the world for a year on a shoestring budget or travel for one month in complete luxury So you can travel the world for a year, but you are on a shoestring budget or luxury. one month of complete luxury. <clears throat> All right. So Zen, you're going for the luxury. Yes. Man, I think I'm going to go with the shoestring budget. Awesome. Okay. Talk about this. Yes. I think maybe have I, I guess I feel like Zen knows this. I like when I travel food, I love food and I'll definitely go to like, restaurants or places that are like highly recommended but for the most part i i'm there for the site so i will do everything that i can do that's free and then food literally i'll go to mcdonald's i'll bring my own ramen from home it i just need to you know i'm there for like the site so if the shoestring budget can get me just enough like like a shelter over my head for the night and like a McDonald's meal for the day. Everything else is totally fine. Mm -hmm. So I have traveled on a shoestring budget many, many times, but I have not done the lap of luxury Mm. very frequently. And when I say lap of luxury, it's just not even really lap of luxury. It's just a few nice hotel rooms, Mm -hmm. you know? And, um, it just seems to me that if I had a chauffeur taking me around from site to site to site, and then like, going to Disneyland Paris and them cutting me in front of the line everywhere. That would be pretty fun for a whole month. You make a good argument. And <laughs> I mean, I know. go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, for me, yeah. Cause either one's going to result in a great story. Right. You know? right. And that's how I, do, you know, I love the story of travel. So yeah, that, that one month where I, my worry about doing that month of luxury is that my next trip may feel like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Well, you know, it could make like, it oh, even more but special, it would still be too. Cool. That's true. That's true. But I'd love to have the choice. I would love to have the choice. I could go on a shoestring budget anytime I want. But, like, to be catered to? I mean, mm-hmm. that sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. You're right. So. Okay. Now, here's one for you. Now, listen carefully, because it talks about language. Would you rather be able to speak a language fluently but you do not understand what other people speak. Oh, no. Or would you rather be able to understand the language, but you can't speak it? Well, I feel like option two is where I'm at in Vietnamese. <laughs> <laughs> I understand like 100%, even just based off context clues. Like I'll understand the idea, but replying is so difficult for me because I have to go through the whole translation process in my head. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I already live option two. <laughs> I, I I vote number two. And the reason why is option one is there's no communication going on. Right. And, and option two is like 50% communication going on. <laughs> so when they say, watch out, boat, or, or like, watch out, car, <laughs> at least I could dodge out of the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Life-threatening reasons. Or just, you know, to survive, I think option two is <laughs> just like the better choice. <laughs> You know, okay. I know, like, be careful in, like, 16 different languages. You know, 
Which says a lot about the way you travel. <laughs> yeah. Well, I also know beer and bed, so and bathroom, so the the three Bs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which kind of go together, actually, surprisingly. <laughs> All right. So we're going to get a little bit more complicated here. Okay. Would you uh -oh. rather go on an all expense paid trip to a desolate small town in the Netherlands with your best friend, or you're going on an all expense paid trip to your dream destination, but you've got to go with a frenemy. So you One. can go to a, the place you've always wanted to go, but you're with your mm -hmm. frenemy or you go to a place you may not necessarily want to go, but you're with your best friend. Definitely one. With okay. the best friend. Okay. Talk yeah. about it. Yeah. I happen to marry my best friend, so. Oh, <laughs> be well, played. well played. <laughs> I'll tell you that any day of the week. I just happen to. And so <laughs> she's pretty. I kind of like her too, so. <laughs> <laughs> And hopefully one of these days I can afford to go wherever, whatever. I know. I think I've actually, you know, like wherever we want to. Go, I don't know. Once again, frenemies. I don't need to deal with my frenemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Emily, I, you chime uh, in? I feel the same. I feel like if it was a the dream place with a frenemy, like the company is so impactful of like the experience. So even if I was in like the place that I've always dreamed of going, but the company was like, eh, I would, it would just not, it wouldn't be the dream place anymore. I'd have like a bad taste in my mouth. Um, so I'll, I'll hold off on that. I'll go to the dream place with my best friend or whoever else that is not my friend. <laughs> um, but best friend will always make any drab place better. Yes. Well, well said. And I agree because part of me was like, well, if I could get separate accommodations, and stuff, <laughs> but you're right. It would still just be like, oh, gosh, that that lingering cloud feeling of ick all over it. Okay. Here's one for you. Would you rather have in-flight Wi-Fi, but absolutely no, right, no leg room, like zero inches, oh. or in-flight leg room, but no Wi-Fi? Number two. Number two. Two, number two. Okay, Emily, what made it hard for you? Like, I heard the hesitancy in your because. Ear. Well, I'm a small person, so I understand why Zen would choose leg room because he's tall. <laughs> so, but for me, I don't necessarily need extra leg room or anything like that. But I was just thinking, if it's a long flight and I'm constantly like in a ball on my seat or something with my legs all tangled up, I that would just I would start aching like even though I don't need the extra leg space. And then I don't need Wi-Fi. I can bring a book. I can sleep. There's a lot of other options that don't require Wi-Fi on a plane. Mm -hmm. Zen, you want to add? You know, I'm above average in height. I mean, I'm 5'11". Mm -hmm. And I actually have... I'm actually more torso than I am legs. So, <laughs> I mean... So, the thing is that it's... It's just like my whole life, I mean, just any economy seat, bumping my knees up against that chair in front of me has just been miserable all these years. I can read a book. I don't need to watch something on my, you know, I can want, read a book or watch in-flight entertainment or play a game or something like that. But, like, man, having your knees, like, for how many hours bumped up against the seat in front of you really is not a comfortable thing. 
I'm going to take your word for it. Cause like Emily, I'm really short, but yeah, I, I really, I, I never count on the Wi-Fi, anyways. So right. uh, yeah. Well I said. tell you what, my, my, my wife and I are, and my wife is actually five eleven too. Mm. And she's actually more legs than I am. And so mm-hmm. she's all legs mm-hmm. and all of our lives. We just sat next to each other and it's just like, Oh my God, this is so miserable. And strangely enough, having a daughter, was one of the greatest things is because we would sit her, sit her in between us, and then all of a sudden we had this room in between us. <laughs> you know what? There's a lot of room. You could kind of stick your legs off to to the side towards her side or whatever. And she's small, and but now my daughter, she's ten, and she's already five foot four. And it was just oh, like, geez. oh my god! Pretty soon she's going to be bigger than us. And this, you know, that was nice mm-hmm. for a short amount of time. Anyways. <laughs> Darn it. Darn, darn those growth spurts. Okay, I think I know how this one's going to go, but we'll see how it, what you think. Would you rather be able to eat anything in any quantity of food with no negative health effects while traveling, or would you rather be refreshed and well-rested after only three hours of sleep? Oh my God, the second one. Yes. <laughs> hands down. <laughs> wow. I'm so bad with jet lag. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nissy, I, yeah, I you completely one. stunned me because for me, I travel through my stomach. So I want to eat anything and everything. I want to eat it all. <laughs> so because I'll sleep like, on the plane. But but yeah, no good point about the, the jet lag. Yeah, same here. I mean, I always feel like whenever I go to a foreign country in a different time zone, the first day is kind of wasted because it's you're in a daze. In, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's so it's like, hard because everyone says the trick is like to force yourself to stay awake. And it's mm-hmm. so hard. I like at least 50% of the time I just give in and I sleep. And then I feel really bad because now I'm just wasted my first day <laughs> in this new mm-hmm. land. But yeah, I would love to be completely refreshed after just three hours and no jet lag or whatsoever. I got a oh. weird tip. Mm-hmm. So what you should do is two things sleep with currents open Mm. um because the sunlight wakes you up Mm -hmm. number two is if you can do this like usually you're supposed to sleep eight hours a night in general Mm -hmm. i don't know if everyone so i start sleeping six hours a night before the trip and then a two-hour nap in the afternoon Mm mm-hmm and then when I move over to the other country, instead of my two-hour nap, it turns to a six-hour sleep and then a nap in the afternoon. Mm. So, I, you know, like you you break your sleep up into two different sleeps and you just mm-hmm. shift the longer sleep to the time zone. Gotcha. Mm. It's helpful. It's not mm-hmm. perfect, but it, it helps. Mm. Anyways. Okay. Only if you can take naps, so. Only if you can take naps. Oh, well, which now, you know. <laughs> I, I'm I'm fifty fifty with naps, fifty fifty, and spe- and I can't nap when I'm traveling because all my brain says is you've only got so much time here. <laughs> right. Oh here. yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. So I I do not nap. Like I have to be absolutely like literally almost dead. Like I cannot give anymore. Okay, here's one for you. Okay, you showed up to the airport. And you, you discover one of the two. Would you rather find out that you're stuck on a seven-hour delay, or you turn up to the airport and you realize that your flight is tomorrow? Which one? You show up to the airport. I'd say my flight stuck. is tomorrow. Okay. 
Because I would say my flight is tomorrow. I'm just, yeah, I'm just thinking like if my if I showed up ready for a flight and then my flight was delayed for seven hours, mm-hmm. I would be very sad. And then what I I would imagine seven hours. Oh, now I'm just thinking about it. Seven hours, you could technically still go back into the city or whatnot and like do some exploring or like continue mm-hmm. your trip. But then my thought process when I answered was that if it's tomorrow, then I kind of are I'm like less stressed about having to get back to the airport at a Wait, certain are we going to a place or are we coming back from a place? You're okay, you I mean, that's sorry. a great question. I'm yeah. I'm assuming you're you're going home. Okay. Yeah. But maybe oh. it's would it, how would it change if you're leaving for vacation, okay? So would it be the same? So does it depend on I'm about to go to Paris? Oh. And oh, no. I've got a seven-hour delay, or I'm going to Paris, and then I'll leave, don't leave till tomorrow. Tomorrow means I can go home and sleep in my bed, mm-hmm. and resume the nap. Yeah, thing. and then and seven hours means I'm stuck in an airport, most likely. If I'm going to Paris, I'm stuck in the airport for seven hours. Right. Leaving Paris, though, it's just like I'm stuck in the airport for seven hours. Leaving, oh, I guess leaving Paris is like, oh, I get one more day at Paris. This is awesome. Okay, so I would say next day for both situations. Okay. Yeah, I think you change it all. No, I think I'm still next day. It's still Mm -hmm. my thing is still like the pressure, not pressure. I don't think that's the right word. But um, yeah, if it's like a delay, I feel like I'm just stuck in the airport versus if it's tomorrow, then I'm more at liberty to kind of enjoy. Absolutely. How about you, Lee? What was your choice? You know, I, 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 my gut went with, I realized my flight is tomorrow, but then is when we talked about like the possibility of it being me leaving, I'm imagining I've just driven all the way to LA and then I find out my flight is tomorrow. I'd rather just be like, if I'm on my way out, just screw it and suck it up. And then I get one more day because of the delay. Um, so I would take the delay going out cause I've already made it to LA. <laughs> that to me already that makes like sense. Day. Um, but if I'm coming back, I'll take an extra day wherever I am. Yeah, um, that's fine. And I don't even need the luggage. <laughs> like, at yeah, that point, I mean, I'm just having fun. <laughs> I mean, usually they'll let you even check it in if the flight's a full day. Anyways, mm-hmm. okay, okay. So let's get out of the delays and stuff, and sa- and like, let's just leave air travel altogether. And now let's take the next generation into teleportation. You have the ability to teleport. Okay. But here's the deal. You can either teleport to places you've only been, or you can only teleport to places you've never been before. So would you take, would you rather revisit places you've been or go to places, but in, and I'm assuming you have control. Oh, so we'll say for this round, you can control where you can go. Like, okay, I want to go to Paris. Oh, I totally would go with places I've never been. Okay. Emily? This was harder than I thought. Um, Because my initial thought was, yeah, only places that I've never been because, like, that would be obvious to me. But then I was thinking, what if I want to return to places that I really loved before? Mm-hmm. And like, ooh. well, it depends. I guess what it is is if you're like a world traveler and it gone everywhere, then it's always been the places you've already been. Mm-hmm. But if you've never gone anywhere, it's just like ah, I've never been anywhere. I want to go to new places. 
Okay, here we go. We're making it a little bit more difficult because I Uh-oh. like that. <laughs> what if you have no control? Okay, so before, okay, if you could, you could, you have no control. It's wild card. You can either go to places you've already been, but the teleportation decides based on where you've been where you're going to go, or once again, no control. You could be going anywhere. So welcome to Poughkeepsie. <laughs> I've been to Poughkeepsie. I thought it was okay. So, so would it? Would you change like new places versus revisit old places? But you have absolutely no control. Oh, I'm gonna go with control. If it's, I have no. Wait, hold on. I'm gonna go with places I've been to. If I have no control, mm-hmm. that's that was what the sentence I was trying to say. Um, but if I do have control, then I will go. I'm okay with going to new places. All right. I I agree with that. I Thank agree you. with that. I just don't want to be thrown into like a middle of a war zone. Yeah, that's what I was thinking <laughs> too. Or like a random jungle at night and I have to fend for myself. <laughs> and especially I mean, if I got stuck with the ability to speak the language very, very well, but I can't understand it, then I'm really screwed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been to sketchy places in the past, but nothing that was overly dangerous, but as opposed to, like, there's a lot of places that, oh, I don't want to be here, you know? (laughs) Okay, we'll make it a little more pleasant. Would you rather stay in a palm hut along the seashore, but for only seven days, or stay in a log cabin in the woods for an entire month? Ooh. You're making the assumption that the beach is more desirable than a, the woods for someone. Mm-hmm. That is true. That is the assumption that is made. Palm Beach. Beach. <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter. I'll still take the beach. <laughs> yeah. If it's a mountain and it's snowing and it's like like ski season, I will take the mountains. Mm-hmm. I would love to just be in a cabin and go out and ski and snowboard every single day for a month. Where are yep. you going, Lee? <laughs> I think I would take, like, I'm, my assumption is everything's paid for. If everything's paid for, I'm going to take the cabin in the for a month. But then it's also seasons. If it is if it is winter, I want my, my butts at the, at the beach. I have lived through the magic of snow in the mountains. Oh. I don't need to do it again. <laughs> so season, I, so I, I, mean, I guess I'm going to go with seasons will be my big thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. So we live near the beach. So it's like, ah. Uh, yeah, it's, but it, I've that's never awesome. lived on the beach. That's true. <laughs> true. Have you ever have you ever had a hotel room like on the beach? It's amazing. I've camped on the beach. So you know, I've actually you know we live what most of us, all three of us live in probably within six miles or ten miles of the beach. Yeah. I would guess. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, yeah, I've been here for twenty plus years, and it's like, I anytime I want to go to the beach, that's fine. I recently, last year, actually got a hotel room that was on the beach. So mm-hmm. every morning, all we did was we woke up, opened up the door, uh, well, ate breakfast, and then just walked onto the beach. And anytime we were tired, eh, just run into the you know into the hotel room. You know, take a bath, take a short nap, and then go back out to the beach without mm-hmm. having to deal with all the crap of driving there and unpacking the car. It's it's a different, it's really different. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, you swayed me. 
I mean, here's another one is um, we talk about Disneyland. If you've ever stayed, uh, we live close to Disneyland. I've actually stayed at a hotel. People are like, you live 10 miles away from Disneyland. But when you have a hotel room right next to Disneyland, Mm -hmm. it really makes a big difference. It's like, "Ah, I I don't feel like hanging out with the crowd. I'm just going to take a nap or, you know, Mm -hmm. um, waking up and then like being at Disneyland as opposed to the one hour drive of parking and this and that, which is a total hassle. Mm-hmm. Plus, you end up getting the perks that sometimes come with staying on site, like getting into you know or a half hour early, or all of yep. a sudden you know Goofy's bringing your you know late night snack. Yep. <laughs> okay. Once again, putting on our imagination caps. Would you rather travel along the ocean floor or take a trip to outer space? Ocean floor or outer space? My first thought was outer space, but in retrospect, it would be ocean floor. Okay. <clears throat> I think I was there. I, I was thinking that too. I was like, outer space is cool. But then I was like, what would I, what are we doing in outer space? Is it, are we just in the spaceship? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with ocean floor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. You know what? I think that. I would love to go to outer space just because. No one's been down. Not too many people have been to outer space. The novelty of outer space, yeah. right? Yeah, the novelty of outer space because it's unknown. But I think I would just be fascinated sitting on the ocean floor watching fish go by. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I would just sit there and look at, you know, I look at an aquarium all day long. You know, mm-hmm. if it was, un- I would just watch, what the heck is that? What the heck is that? <laughs> I would I would also choose the ocean floor. Part of it because for me, we probably figured out all of the things about like seasickness and stuff like that where we haven't figured out outer space. And I don't want to be the person who's doing something like I, I don't want to be like ill or yeah, the misery. The, the the unknown misery component just doesn't yeah, not yet. Plus you can't buy any postcards in outer space yet. But soon I'm sure we will be. <laughs> okay. Would you rather never suffer jet lag or never gain travel weight? Never suffer jet lag or never gain travel weight? Never uh, suffer jet lag. Jet lag. This is the same question as you had before. Slightly different. Slightly different. (laughs) It's a different angle. (laughs) Different angle. Because before you could just sleep for three hours. This is like you don't even have to like you've just got no jet lag. Oh. You get there and you're still on the same time zone. Boom. That's yeah. still, still. Yeah. Gotcha. Would you I don't mind gaining weight. You don't you're like, screw it. I can buy a moo. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another like trinket. It'll be perfect. I'm, I'm already ugly and fat. So what's the difference? Aw. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. really, use your imagination. It's really not. Um, <laughs> Would you rather have an everlasting phone battery or unlimited Wi-Fi? Oh, those go like hand in hand. I know. Like your battery's going to die, but you've got Wi-Fi. Which would you rather have? Wi-Fi. I always carry a battery pack. (laughs) Yeah, got to be practical. Uh, Yes, if I have a battery pack, then yes, the Wi-Fi, because I struggle with Wi-Fi internationally. <laughs> I mean, even with the battery pack, is, I still get like battery anxiety sometimes on a trip. But, mm-hmm. but unlimited. Yeah. Wi-Fi. How about you, Lee? 
I think the Wi-Fi, because I think the Wi-Fi is going to get me out of more jams right. than the battery. Um, and chances are I can find a place to recharge easier than I can find. And after, and, I mean, I've traveled to, when I was in Cuba, I could, there was only like certain Wi-Fi parks, as they call them, right. that I could go to. Um, so, I mean, that, that really kind of dominated things for me. It was like, oh, shoot, I need to find a Wi-Fi park. So it didn't matter what my battery was. Um, so, yeah. So, all right. And in the spirit of working abroad, you know, kind of like all of, you know, being untethered to the office, imagine this, okay? Would you rather have an awesome job, but you're in a mediocre city, or would you rather have a mediocre job in an awesome city. So if you can travel anywhere and work from anywhere, you've got this great job, but it's meh in the place that you live. Or do you have a meh job, but you're in a great city? Mediocre job in a great city. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same. Was that the second option? Yes. Uh, yes, okay. that, that's the one. All right, talk about it. I moved to California. Oh. I lived in Ohio, mm -hmm. and uh, with my background, I could have got a great job, and I love Ohio and everything, but I would be in Ohio. and But I came out to California because it's awesome here, and I – well, luckily, I got a great job. But at the same time, I've had mediocre jobs when I was in California, but I lived in California, and I was – you know, it still made up for it. Fair. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've lived in California my whole life, so I don't have a cool story like Zen's. Um, but I would imagine that you only work a certain number of hours, hopefully, and then the rest of your time you're in this amazing place and you get to go explore. Versus if you were at an amazing job in a mess city, I feel like you would just be home and work and because there's nothing really to explore. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's something to be said about having a great job, but yes, you know, but like having, you know, having, I mean, isn't an okay job kind of par for course, you know, like, you know, no one expects their job to be spectacular in general. Mm -hmm. So, but the Absolutely. beach is awesome. <laughs> right. And it's always there. <laughs> And we totally believe that it's these types of questions that you should be asking not only yourself, but potential travel partners to get their idea. Not that it should dictate travel, but it could be kind of helpful. So there you are. Yeah, yeah. that was fun. I had a blast. It was neat to be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little bit nervous because it was like so it was like there's fun ones but there's super hard ones too that you ask yeah i mean it, and it yeah wow <laughs> i hit a ball we should do this all the hey lee would you like to be the uh the lead host of a podcast <laughs> <laughs> sure i love asking questions absolutely well, and that's the thing is, I mean, I think, that, you know, while we can't travel right now, it's, you know, exploring these possibilities and who knows? I mean, I want to be prepared when teleportation happens. I want to have my plan ready. Like, okay, wait a second. I got control. I don't got control. Or, yes. you know. You got to know the questions to ask. 
Absolutely. So, so yeah, so I'm, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. And I would be happy to do this again in the future and poke you and make you think um, more about how you would take your travel and what you do, what, what would you do? <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Lee, for ask, coming up with the questions or asking us the questions. It was very fun. Um, what did you guys think? Our listeners, did you like it? Would you have chosen differently? Let us know on our social media channels, or you can also find photos of our adventures from around the world, interesting articles, and more. Meet Us in Paris is a University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education production. If you need a career boost, looking to increase your workplace knowledge, or seeking a new profession, check them out at ce.uci.edu for their professional courses. 